What's up, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Scurry and the Scrub. It is me, Jordan Scurry, and that is the Scurry and Scurry and the Scrub. And we have my man, Matt, the Scrub. Matt, how you doing on this lovely Sunday in this NFL wildcard weekend, I guess, right? That's what you call it. I mean, none of that. I don't care about any of that (laughs) because my team's trash, your team's trash. So, yeah, I'm just It's true. I guess I'm just trying to call it what the people are calling it, but I guess we can focus on the basketball of it all. So, uh, yeah, Creighton, a Creighton weekend for sure. Yeah, they got a good good dub without Marcus. They probably scared the shit out of people a little bit. Uh, They're like, wait a minute, why is where's Marcus? Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, I know that was scary. But then what was scary was I Sharif concerned me. I got scared when he rolled his ankle a little bit in that game too. Because I was like, (laughs) come on, man, like. But Don't start this. <laughs> luckily, it wasn't it wasn't too bad. But yeah, all right. so no, it was good. They got the dub. It was good to watch them play. They looked good yesterday. I thought yeah. the days especially good. I mean, they looked absurdly good yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I think it's well. I mean, I think it's funny because no one really knows what's going on. Like, no one's in. No one in terms of like media has a practice mm-hmm. presence this year at all. So yeah. Marcus's hamstring being an issue was like unknown information completely until basically. Uh, you know, the national media starts texting coaches and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, so Marcus is like scratched from the lineup, and basically, we everyone found out about it at like when Rob threw it in there, Rob yeah. Anderson, like, yeah, on the live stats. Like, hold up, Marcus isn't starting, like, all, yeah. all the other four starters are in, and then Sharif's in, so that's not mm-hmm. like just a test run, that's a legitimate mm-hmm. lineup right there. So, you're mm-hmm. like, okay, where's Marcus? What happened? Mm-hmm. Uh, so then, like, I love it because I have. Like Creighton fans, like some have my number and stuff, so they start texting or whatever. Yeah. And just like sheer panic just sets in. It's like, oh, oh my God. Like, worst case scenario. Like, oh, no. You got COVID. I mean, but you got to think where that, you got to think where that's coming from, though. Like, and I mean, everything that went on with the injuries while I was there. It's a long, Martin, anything. Creighton fans, they just know it's like, come another, another thing. (laughs) Like, come not, don't do this to me. And I like, luckily, I, I don't know. I talked to Marcus, so I was like, all right, you he was like, No, no, no I'm just yeah. okay. And I was like, all right. He he put my mind at ease at least. And okay. I didn't even know. You probably know more. So uh I was just like, all right. No, I didn't. But, I was like, oh, what's oh, you going didn't? on? No, I had no idea. I, I just thought that's what I was thinking. I, no. I was thinking you knew just because of being at practice and stuff, but he was just like lag nagging and all that didn't wanna uh make it worse. So I was like, Oh, all right. But, yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. We haven't been in practices at all. We've been like this is this is where I've been covering Creighton from for the past uh, ten months or whatever. So uh, I'm I like, so I, saying it. I, I thought you were saying like other people weren't there, but you had been. No, yeah. I have not been there. So like even us, okay. that's what I mean. Like even yeah, me, John, like yeah, yeah, we're yeah. like, oh, Marcus isn't starting. Uh-huh. I wonder what's going on. So like we're so people are texting us and we're like, I don't know. And they're like, oh my god, oh, it happened shit. again. It's oh. happening again. And I'm just like, right, oh, calm down, no, so calm yeah. down. So you didn't even have the info to like. Uh, uh-uh. I couldn't calm anyone down. Yeah, nope. Oh no! You should have just told. You should have hit me. I, I know. Like, I was like, because <laughs> it was I too late know. to text Marcus. Like Marcus is already yeah, like, yeah, yeah. At their, at, you know, at the, yeah. yeah, at the game, like he's like on sideline or something. He's yeah, got his yeah. phone. <laughs> so it's like everybody's like, "What the heck is this happening again? Is it another dream season? Oh, over? Is it over?" Yeah, I'm just like, "Okay, chill, breathe. Yeah, like, don't, don't. Everybody, yeah, <laughs> hold up a my minute. Too, from the ab, like from the the Creighton fan perspective, my heart would have sank. Like definitely." Yeah, not I, I, I love that you. And if you didn't sentiment. know, though, if know. You, yeah, of course. But if you did, it, oh, that would scare me. Because if I didn't know and I texted you, if it was somebody else and I texted you and you didn't know, oh, I would have been shook. 
yeah, that's bad. That's really shook. bad. And you're like, okay, yeah. something happened. They're like, I was like, wait, Matt yeah. doesn't know. Oh god, because I don't yeah, remember how the, I don't remember how the Maurice one went, but I know it was like. I can remember Mar- Maurice, Martine, all those uh, bad ones. You don't find out until they tell you it's bad. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. But I mean, you're inside of it, so you probably knew yeah. Maurice wasn't the right worst, the yeah, night the before. Worst. So, I mean, the Maurice one was the worst because um, he, we found out about his knee in the training room, and it was at, like, at Xavier. No, no, no. When we came back, okay, so yeah, at Creighton in the championship center, and. Uh, we had the day off the next day when we came back, but we were all, you know, rehab, we go to the training room and do all your stuff. And uh, we were all there, but we, we were all there doing our rehab, but we were all there because Maurice and the doctor were meeting. And uh, they went, Ben McNair, the trainer for, for Creighton has a office and they met in there. And we were all like, I remember we were all like waiting in the gym. Like we were all kind of just like lingering out there, pretending like we weren't all waiting for the same, the news, you know? And uh so it's hold up, like time out real quick. Did you guys, was there like a, a consensus among you guys in terms of like a vibe where you're like, this is really bad. And if it's going to surprise us, it's going to be good news. Were you all kind of like down about yeah. it? Were you, were you yeah. expecting the worst? Yeah. I guess is my we point. were like, we were expecting the worst, but we were expecting, we, we want, we kind of were like, maybe it's just like a, a meniscus tear. Maybe it's just like a, like something, not ACL, <laughs> anything but ACL. Maybe mm-hmm. it's a, structural thing maybe it's a anything we were all mm-hmm. thinking and uh that one was just tough man because it, to see the look on his face after like because we were all like you know like we're just there and to see the look on his face after because like you know he's he's more Maurice is just a leader by nature man and so to see him like after that one how he was feeling like we were all like like in, i'm in the training room man i'm freshman i'm like this is this is what i'm thrown into and i'm like man that's my man so I'm I was tearing up you know everyone started like man like at that point in the season so yeah no glad that's not the case though glad that's not the case you're right yeah that's not the case sorry to set that negative vibe but sorry to set that negative vibe but I want to uh but yeah no glad it's 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 like it's odd in a way because you're you're talking like a lot of these Creighton fans talk because you've experienced it now yeah they've they've like also lived through it it's 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 hard the heartbreak in certain that's the thing the great thing about creating fans is because they're so invested in like all of us personally that mm-hmm. it's like when something like that does happen to like a Maurice or a Martine, right? Like they feel that too. They're like, oh man, like that's my man, like Martine, like ah, sucks that he's got to go through this now, right? Like they feel like they're going through it. Yeah. Like most fan bases for college teams anyway. So like, because most, most like even like you getting texts from people, like most, College mm-hmm. fan base, like I mean, the big ones, but like to have that investment, it's like that's yeah, a real, that's crazy. that's real, that's real fandom. That's crazy. I didn't even respond to any of them because so I was like, I can't make you feel good. Yeah, you I don't have, I can't even lie to you and say yeah, it's yeah. not a big deal when it is. Like yeah. I can't even do that. I have no, I have no idea what's wrong with him. I'm finding out when you find out. So. Yeah. Um, that was kind of, I mean, but honestly, his mood looked like he uh, just from what mm-hmm. the camera showed or whatever. Obviously, I didn't like watch him, but um. It seemed like his, he was in a, he was in good spirits. Like yeah, he did. Game, like he was mm-hmm. talking to Sharif and DJ, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know he was like he had that Marcus smile, like a confident. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're all good. Don't worry about this. We got this. Like, the chemistry was there for sure. Yeah. I think so was, like, yeah. I, I think once the, once uh once the camera showed that, I was like, oh, he's mm-hmm. he's fine. He's gonna get it right. together. Like 
his his presence, they'll be, they'll be okay. They'll his be presence okay. was still felt like on the court and in the arena. Like you could you could see that. Yeah. Sure. And then Shreve comes out and bangs that first three, and it's like, oh, we're mm-hmm. they're in business now. Okay. Like it's that first three. He was facilitating real well. I thought he was getting in the lane doing his thing. Mm-hmm. Killed him in transition though too. I, I mean, like the thing is with Creighton, and I, I my that was my one takeaway from the game is if they score like that in transition, the bigs play that well, and they're hitting threes, you can't beat them. Right, can't, right? Like, it's impossible. You can't. It's impossible. Yeah. Like, that, mm-hmm. the combination of tran- that much transition offense, hitting threes, and, like, yeah, no. See the, can, and if the bigs play like that, they rebound, t- t- DJ 10 rebounds, Ryan and CB, <laughs> dunk it, everything they get. Like, and it's all, like, touch it, like, getting it, going right back up, like, yeah, no. I've can't. been I've been on the wagon where like I don't think Gonzaga's gonna lose this year. And because I've seen them do that like mm-hmm. multiple times, and I'm just mm-hmm. like, if they're even if that's even like a normal, realistic part of their game from an expectation standpoint, like where you gotta worry about mm-hmm. okay, are they about to hit us with five minutes of basketball nirvana right here? Like mm-hmm. <laughs> you just can't that's they're not gonna lose because they'll even if they have a even if they have an off game for maybe 20 to 25 minutes, mm-hmm. it's coming. Like something's mm-hmm. coming. It's coming. Yeah. Yeah. But yesterday, no, you know, they do a really good, not to, not to interrupt you, but like they've always done a really good job of that. And I just remember back to when we played them, when they remember when they had Zach Norvell and they came to Creighton, yeah. Rui and Norvell, they, Gonzaga's always done a really good job of that. Cause they're very, they're like a, and I always felt this way about Norvell and uh, Josh Perkins when they, when we, they played um, was they're such good setup play. Like they, their first, the whole first half they're playing, they're just setting up the second half. They're like, where are you going to leave me? Like Zach, I remember Zach Norvell because he was like over or hit one three yeah. in like the first half. Yeah. And then came out and was like four for five in the first five minutes. I was like, Oh, so he was just, he was just <laughs> trying to decide which shots he was going to start torching us with in the second half. Like, oh, okay. That's what you were doing. You weren't actually. You were just joking around in the first half. That's and you, and then you decided you were going to turn. Oh, okay. And I was like, okay. But so they've always done it like because that, like that, that. that's how they are now. That's how they are now. Because it's like, oh yeah, they're going to play around with you. And then they're like, oh yeah, but wait, we have four pros right here. So we'll just show you that for like five minutes, and then the game's over. Like you're, yeah. like, you're like, oh, okay. They're like, <laughs> that's the thing. They're more talented versions of that. Like that, you know, yeah. Suggs and. Mm-hmm. Kispert, like you have to guard. I mean, Kispert, you have oh, to yeah. guard like Mitch, Kispert, but he's, he's Kispert, got- you have to guard like Mitch, oh. but he, he's like aggressive like Kobe. So he'll like he'll even if you have him at thirty feet, he's still chucking like he doesn't care. But Kispert's just his advantage. Kispert's big man. Kispert's yeah, like strong, a solid six, 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 seven. Like built like Denzel. Yeah, yeah, like built like Denzel exactly. Yeah, like that's <laughs> like not even that's hard not to even bump know. off driving to the basket. Hard to bump off his balance point mm-hmm. too. Like. Yeah, yeah, you he's gotta, gotten better. You gotta, you gotta have like a he's middle. You gotta have like a Ray Lewis is this middle a, linebacker type. Is he a senior? Is he know? a senior? I mean, good, good lord, if he's not, Do you know, he's going pro. It, it's his last year. Stop it! Like he's gone. <laughs> he's gonna be a first round pick. Like, yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, he has to be a junior. Or senior. Yeah, but anyway, like the to the point of watching Creighton this week, what they did to Seton Hall, and then mm-hmm. yesterday without Marcus. I just – it blows yeah. me away because I did not think they were capable of operating at that level without Marcus. I mean, their ball movement – I didn't either. Their continuity, their efficiency, 
the pace they set. Now, obviously, I want to say one thing about the pace. I think it was absolutely out of control. Like I don't, I don't think there out were any, there were none of those possessions where Marcus would walk the ball up and just like tell everyone to take a breather for a minute, mm-hmm. run a set, execute mm-hmm. something, and just like they were gone. They were going. It was like they were saying. Was, they yeah. said Sharif is point guard. We running a marathon today. <laughs> it's a yeah. Saturday. Running. I loved it though. It like was, it was like watching the Tour de France. It was like these yeah. dudes just humming right was, now. Like they. That's yeah. what's and it, they were at home. That fan advantage. I I could tell. It gets them hype, man. Yeah, but it, it got them. Ti- it got them tired late in the second half. Oh, definitely, definitely. It was like okay, now the human beings are starting to show a little bit because mm-hmm. it wasn't sustainable. Mm-hmm. But that first half was just like I've never seen balance Track race. Like that. I've never seen that. Ba- I mean, they didn't get – they had 56 points at half, 56, mm-hmm. which is like, holy crap. Mm-hmm. Only one dude was in double figures, and it didn't even happen until like 30 seconds left in the half. Think about that. Who was it? Denzel. He had 11. Oh, yeah. And he oh, didn't, yeah, and he yeah, didn't yeah. get it until the last bucket. Yeah, no, because everybody, every, everybody was getting in and running Everybody scored. Everyone. Everybody, yeah, everybody everyone. Everyone get- in like the gym was getting it's like, buckets wait, for What's the drill? What's that drill? Dang, husky shooting, right? Husky, husky shooting. Yeah, husky I love that drill, right? <laughs> yes. I was just about to say that. Yeah, it was husky shooting. Husky shooting half. is my favorite drill that you guys ever run because, like, oh, it's just, God. it's just, it's just, I don't know how to describe it for people because I'm going to screw it up. But everybody's got a ball, right? Or, like, yep. you, no, you got, yeah. So, you everybody got a ball and you guys, like, share it, rebound it, yep. all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, it's just a massive humanity. It's basically okay? like, Try, yeah, you try to explain it. You yeah, I'm, I'm going to try, and then you can correct me because you've Go done it like in your sleep. So it, it kind of looks like three-man weave concepts, but just like really compact. Like they're all in the three – they're all at the three-point line, in the paint, in the mid-range yep. area, at the, yep. at the rim. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like – it's just constant interchange, uh, you know, uh, handoffs, rebounds, shots, mm-hmm. like – and they have to try to score the goal. Like Mac will say a number, mm-hmm. so they have to try to score like. It's usually you know. around one seven because you do it for five minutes, and it's basically like you're putting up as many shots as possible. Like uh, the whole team is in lines facing each other. Like, and you start like either on the block or you're at the elbow. You go, you go like take steps. So you start at the block, then you go to floaters, and then you go to jump shots, and then you go to threes, like and so on and so forth. And you go one end to the next. The point is to just get up as many shots as you can. Like the whole team, everyone's trading off like the ball to get up as many shots as you can from each said spot. Mm-hmm. And so usually we try to get around like, like if we're really cooking, like 180, I think it was. Yeah, like, 180, 180 around is, 180 high is end like ones, yeah. high end. Yeah. But like if it, we start off the season trying to get like 170, I think that's some like we start there. But yeah, no, it's just getting up as many shots it's from as many spots as possible. It's, it's, it's hectic, but it's, yeah, that's what makes you want to get your mind going. It's like, this is yeah. the frequency at which we want to score this basketball. <laughs> it's crazy. And that's like basically, basically last, yesterday's first half was Husky shooting. It was like, mm-hmm. we're going to move the ball. Everybody we're we're going to play with a crazy pace and shot. everyone's going to get a shot up. Like, mm-hmm. it, you know what I mean? It's, it was insane. Because mm-hmm. no one went off. No one had like a, oh, he's, mm-hmm. everybody was going off. Like for, everybody certain, was, everybody, for their period of time. Yeah. That's what there wasn't. There wasn't like a point in that first half where I'm like, oh, he's got to keep getting the rock right. There. But so it's the like one everybody I, was like, he would hit two, he would hit one, he would hit two, he would hit two, he would hit two. like they were just like. But I think the one to make note of, crazy. the one to make note of, because Alex hit like four threes, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Did yeah. they all come in the first half, though? I'm, I'm just talking about the first half. 
Because oh no 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 not in the first half. He went yeah. off for a period for sure. Yeah 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 yeah. I don't think. And, they were in the and then Denzel half. got going late to close. Denzel it. got going late. Yeah. But that first half was like all. But was just, that? You might as well just had a bunch of. Correct me if I'm wrong. Was that the first time he's like hit for like that was the first time I seen Alex in his groove like. Yeah, actually, let me look because I he hadn't scored that many since uh, in two years. I know that. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. And his career high at Duke was twenty. So he had a sick little reverse too when he went baseline. Did you see? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Where Sharif had him in transition Mm -hmm. and he hit him in the corner and Mm -hmm. he got the calls out and he used the rim as that. He used the rim as like up and under with the right. Yeah. Yeah, that was nasty. That was nice. So it was good to see him get going, man. It was really good to see him get going. Oh, for sure. I, just, I don't. I ain't seen him like go off at home. So now he he has a feel for it. That's scary. Okay, so he had hit, he had hit uh, only he had only hit four threes twice in his career, both of them against Syracuse. So yesterday was the, the zone. <laughs> he was the zone so killer. Yesterday was the third he was time pulling up. In oh, the he's zone. the zone killer. Yeah, yeah. Both of his career highs are against Syracuse. He had twenty, and then he had sixteen, and then he had sixteen yesterday. So that's the only time he's had uh, fifteen or more in his career. Yeah, see? yeah, so he is the zone, see, I was, he is the zone killer. I, uh, yeah, no, so good to see him get going. Mm-hmm. That's going to be scary. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you, you, got, you got like some top 100 Yo. Duke recruit, like, yeah. as you're what? You know, uh, Ryan's sixth. So what is Alex? Seventh, seventh or eighth, seventh, depending on Antoine. Seventh, eighth, no, eighth. Sharif, too. Sharif is Sharif is seven because he comes in I from know. Marcus. So, okay, so. So yeah, he's like seventh or eighth man off the bench, and you got like, yeah, yeah, I guess just a top one hundred yeah. recruit coming off the bench and seven. Yeah, that 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 might have been. And Antoine, like what? That's what <laughs> I mean. This whole week they clicked offensively, like it's like it got it got scary because now you're like no, I started having like I'm like, can you imagine if like Mitch, Marcus, Alex all go off like in a game? Yeah. And then I was imagine like, imagine if wait. DJ, DJ, and that's, DJ, yeah. do, do, and do, I, do that's what, DJ what I'm does. saying. And I'm leaving oh, out so man. many other people too. I'm like Antoine, DJ, Christian. You didn't even name the oh, best. Dude, I, didn't, right? I didn't even yeah. say Marcus. Yeah. Like <laughs> you named three dudes and didn't even get to the one who's playing the best right now. Oh, I said Marcus that's crazy. first. Though. I said Marcus first, and I didn't. Even, yeah. But I didn't even say Sharif. Yeah, you said Marcus, Mitch, yeah, Alex, mm-hmm. and then DJ's like playing and then the I was best like, of anyone. DJ, and then you got then you got Denzel, who's leading. Denzel's yeah, actually we, leading the team in scoring. Yeah, exactly. So he's like the fifth guy we just named yeah. right there. And then we didn't even say Antoine yet, who can come off the bench it. and get 20. Like Kalkbrenner, who got what? Ryan, who's been playing yeah. more solid every He killed day. Seton Hall and just owned St. John's Dunked at the room yesterday. Penny yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> this team has an embarrassment of riches, man. It's crazy. I really want to see them play Gonzaga now. Like, bad. I do, too. I'm going to be really disappointed. I don't even care how it goes. Like, I just want to watch that game. It has to. The ba- Yo, the basketball gods... Because of to. what happened to Creighton in 2020, at the, well, I'm sorry, my Creighton team, what happened at the end of the year, they're going to reward this team. They're going to give them this Gonzaga <laughs> matchup. is going to happen one way or another. I don't care if it's in the tournament. I don't care where it is. I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, I guess that's the only way it would happen. But <laughs> what if all this bad luck and pain is, like, going to lead to, like, four straight natties or something like that? It's all, like, building towards – just an absurd. That's, that's the most. Just an absurd first, stretch first, that first no one could even have. That's imagined. the most optimistic thing I think I've ever heard you say. For sure. Life. Yeah, I went crazy with that one. For, you like, did. But that I tried. Was- I tried to put together all the bad luck. Like Corver, Corver's senior year team, they won twenty eight games, mm-hmm. and then they and then they had JJ Redick and Duke waiting for him in the second round, and they got oh, beat by Central fun. Michigan. Like they got they got freaking really? rolled. Yeah, like they were down. 
What were they down in? But Central Michigan, they had to have some athletes. At they had Chris. They had Chris Kamen. Like he, he was an NBA. Oh, player. really? Yeah, like he was a big seven footer. I, I know he went to. I know. And then, and then, uh, Mike Man, Mike Mansiel, Mike Mansiel was. I don't think he played in the in the pros, but he had like. What tur- year was that? Uh, two thousand three. Yeah, yeah, they were down like I, I'll look it up, but they were down like twenty something. Like it wasn't even a. Yeah, no, they Chris made Kamen, they Kamen made Kamen it a game at the end, but they, it was. When did Chris Kamen get drafted? Uh, I thought it was that year. I think yeah, it had to be. Hold up, let me that's pull a it throwback. Up. I just put my phone in front of the camera. Um, yeah, it was a six pick. <laughs> Chris Cannon was a six this... overall pick. Yeah, yeah. Let me see what the schedule. I don't think they have, they might not have a box score in here. I'll have to look it up on Creighton's thing. Let's see. Oh no, they have a box score. Yeah, I don't need, but they they lost by six. But yeah, so they had won twenty. They were twenty nine and four going into that, and they got a six seed. Um, and then Duke was like just chilling in the second round, and everybody was like, "Oh man, Kyle Corver," because Corver was like one of the best three point shooters in the country mm-hmm. that year. Like he, I think he was the all time leader in Valley history. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then JJ Redick was on the other end, so everybody's like, "Oh shoot." These are like legitimately two of the best three point shooters so in college. That was that was, that was so like everybody was hyped. So th- that was like the equipment. Like you want you wanted that matchup as bad as you want Creighton Gonzaga now, or you want Creighton Gonzaga more? Than- <laughs> no, I want that. I want Creighton Gonzaga way more than that. Um, okay. Yeah, just just wanted to clarify. Yeah, no, I, I was just that's the that's the starting point of the bad luck stretch. Basically, I'm trying to find where their largest lead was. It doesn't even say they were cooking them though. It was bad. Creighton was down 16 at halftime. They only scored 22 points. So they scored 51. Yeah, they scored 51 in the second half to like make it a ball game, basically. Jeez. But they were they were getting smoked. Where was the <laughs> I remember where was the I, game? Uh Salt Lake City, I think is where it was. Damn. You know what else happened that night? <laughs> uh we declared war on Iraq. <laughs> oh my. Yeah. It was a day, dude. <laughs> Oh, we had we had. It was ju- it was basically yeah, just like this week. Except it like that this week. <laughs> yeah, we did have a day like that this week. We're gonna get into that too. But it was oh, like, yeah, wait. we uh, we uh, yeah. Because I remember, I I don't know what happened first. I think I think it happened at the same time. Like I think Creighton was getting smoked because mm-hmm. my dad brought me to a watch party with some of his old Creighton friends because they went to school together or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um. And <laughs> so they're just getting, they're just getting rocked. You know what I mean? So I left the party area and just like went upstairs to one of the bedrooms and just like, kind of like, Oh shoot. Kind of just like laid down on the bed and just like, like all pissed off. You know, I didn't want you know talk to anybody. I wasn't like being social. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure while that happened, like they were breaking in with like, uh, Bush declaring war on Iraq with his like Jeez. he was in the Oval Office like telling everybody that we're about to bomb we just or we just did bomb uh, Baghdad or whatever I'm just like <laughs> what Good. is on right now this is like yeah. too much for a little great me. time this is too Good. much for a little old me to process yeah how old were you then um I was oh three um I was seven I was yeah, 17 03. I was 17 because I hadn't had my 18th birthday. That's crazy. 
yeah um yeah so that started that started it so Grayton's got this 29 win team and they just go in and get blown out basically lose close but they got blown That's, out in the so you're you're game. saying Creighton is responsible for the war in Iraq I didn't say that <laughs> <laughs> did not. I most certainly did not. You're saying because Creighton lost that game and didn't give you a matchup with JJ Redick, then we declared like it was just so much conflict in America. We had to declare war on Iraq after that. That was it. No, it's oh, not. That's okay. not what I'm doing. All right. Um, but I am saying there is a parallel to how Creighton fans generally feel about events that are happening within their world. So huh. there's a lot of trauma. You know what I'm saying involved. So, uh, like, so that was Corver's senior year team too. So his career oh, ended. So that was yeah. Now, see the look on your face right there. Now you get oh. it. Like that's what I'm talking about. So that was Corver's senior year team, and then Doug's senior year team. You go back to that. Just yeah. getting absolutely. I mean, didn't even belong on the floor with Baylor, right? Like, yeah. Game was over with like 15 <laughs> minutes left, and you had to sit and watch the rest of it. Like, yeah. yeah so then. That, I remember that's, watching that. So, so Corver's, Kyle Corver's senior year ended <clears throat> with getting blown out by Central Michigan with Duke waiting on him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Doug's senior year and Ethan and Grant and Johans and all them, their senior year ended just in, I mean, in a massacre, right? Like that's not how they deserve to go out. Uh, and then Maurice, right? Maurice just like – I mean, taking Creighton to the – they've never been ranked any higher. One loss all year. Justin Patton's a lottery pick. Like, what – they've never seen a Creighton team like that. They're just – they can't – didn't even have a senior night, man. I know. Yeah. So, that that nightmare. Like, it's just – it's one – it's like, oh, man, we have some fun teams here that Creighton fans can get behind. They're fun to root for. And then the other – last year is another one. You guys were legitimately playing Final Four. How many good. times are we going to bring this up? How many times? <laughs> I How want you time? to understand. I want you to understand. This is like this is like embedded in these people's brains. It like is in, in mine too. It's in mine too. It's in their DNA to know that. Okay, we're good now. What's going to happen? How's this going to go down? How's it going to? Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, you guys cook Seton Hall. You win your Big East title. The banner comes down. But oh wait, Marcus is like limping around because something happened that no one noticed like two possessions before the game ended on a play that did not matter at all. You're up 15 and the game's over. Uh, Oh, by the way, he tears his meniscus. He's going to miss the NCAA tournament, but no one really knows that yet. So Creighton's not really final four good anymore because they're missing a humongous piece of the puzzle. Uh, I'm actually glad you brought this up. Just in case anyone has any hope left, just in case anybody has any hope (laughs) left, hold up, because maybe Tyshawn and Mitch – can get it together. Maybe Denzel can raise his level. DJ can do his thing. And maybe Creighton can pull off a run. Maybe, maybe. Time out. Here's a once in a century global pandemic. Scrap <laughs> all that. Not even going to wait and try it. So you're talking about hey. Corver senior year heartbreak, Doug senior year heartbreak, yep. Maurice Watson senior year heartbreak. Yep. And then last year's team, probably arguably the best team in modern history of Creighton basketball. Agreed. Oh, Hold up! Here's a pandemic. No, no NCAA tournament. No NCAA tournament. None. No one's gonna play in one. None. No one. No one gets to play. So now go back as a Creighton fan and think about all that. See, I'm actually glad you're telling the truth here and setting the record straight because my narrative for like the last year is like uh, I, I actually like to down. I forget. 
to play in the Marcus factor. And I'm glad you brought me back to reality with that because like, since I was sitting at home so long, cooped up here, I was like, we were going to go to the final four. We were going to go to the final four. We were going to like, no matter what. And I was like, oh my gosh, I completely like the Marcus thing did happen. Like he did. That was was another Creighton. Like he wasn't playing. Mm -mm. He was done. He was done. done I think think because of just being bitter about, I guess, like not getting, I I, like in my head, I was like, no, he was going to play and we were going to go to the final four. And I just don't actually talk about how that happened. That's crazy. Yeah. You got to acknowledge that. So I mean, for you, is wait, 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 is that every year? Is that every year? So Every year that they've year, had, like my the, my in my career. So my freshman year was Maurice. Sophomore year was Martine. Junior year was, um, no, I think junior year you are right. Jacob. Okay, yeah. And then senior year, you're all right. Here's Jeremy. Until Marcus, and the pandemic. Oh my God! So that's every year. Every year, Maurice, been, Martin, Jacob, Marcus. There's been yeah, there's been a huge piece. But I mean, there's just been it's just, like so yeah, you've gone through some stuff. <laughs> so I mean, you no, should no, you should Creighton know by now. Have, all Creighton fans, like I know that's what I'm. Yeah, this is just so in you, my. Fo- I only I, I just got in. Into, now you get me. Now you get me. Now you get. What I'm I'm, ju- saying. I'm just getting like you've been in, you're for life. Creighton, for Creighton like, fans. You're, Creighton you're fans. sitting here talking about when you were 17. <laughs> yeah. Like. Creighton fans have gone through like four. Of your, four so they've I'm gone through like four of your careers. They've had four of your careers. Jeez. Basically, they're like, yeah, it's this constant barrage of awful timing and luck. <laughs> it's like because usually they're like, yeah, the NCAA tournament is about good fortune, right? You gotta get the right matchups. So it's who survived? Get the right the bounces. Who Did survived? you survive a season survived, of college? Yeah. It's like here's yeah. your reward. You survived. And like, Creighton has Creighton has been the team that you're like, they've been good for about 20 years, mm-hmm. yet they've never made a run mm-hmm. because of all the reasons we just laid out right there. Like, yeah. it's always been something. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, yeah, eventually you got to make your own luck. But honestly, after last year, I, I used to get that a lot too because people would like hit me up and like, mm-hmm. yo, what is mm-hmm. Mac doing? Like, why are we, why, why are we getting rid of this guy and finding someone better? Like Creighton's not, Creighton's not like they're like a diamond in the rough. They can go on a run. Mm. Max the reason they haven't yet. And you can try to argue with them and like say it's like, okay, well, Maurice got hurt and, mm-hmm. you know, Baylor was a bad matchup. And, mm-hmm. you know, the team that played Rhode Island was again without Maurice, but they were also beaten down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the seven, uh, the 17, 18 team, like, you know, terrible matchup with Kansas state played one bad game. Mm-hmm. And you're like, you can come up with all these reasons or whatever. And they, but after they come like hot and heavy like that year after year after year, people don't want to listen to that anymore. Mm-hmm. So it's like, stop it. It's, it's, this team isn't cursed. Like, knock it off. Like, mm-hmm. they're making their own luck right now. They're the, they're mm-hmm. failing when it matters, <clears throat> and it's hard to push back on that because they have data in their in their favor, right? Because they mm-hmm. have the losses, and you're just like, yes. well, there's circumstances, and you're like, I don't care, yeah. and you're like, all right, well, mm-hmm. we're just gonna keep going back like this, back and forth, and you won't listen. And then literally Marcus gets hurt on a play that doesn't matter and a pandemic happens. So now I'm sitting here going like, listen, people, maybe sometimes shit just keeps happening and there's no explanation for it. Like, stop trying to fire coaches. Like, 
this yeah. is clearly uncontrollable situations that just keep yeah. stopping this team. Like let's like let's talk about what it's at what's actually going on <laughs> yeah. instead of being like put the blame on someone. It's like there's no, no, some no, look, weird ass every, energy right now. Yeah, something is just it's just a they built the championship the, center over sick. an ancient burial ground or some shit. It's I don't know, it's, but yeah, there's I, I don't know. Yeah, there are curses in sports, and so like I go back to it. Like maybe the vibe is Creighton just has to take a bunch of these <laughs> awful situations, absorb them, and then. Yep. Yeah, the great days will come where it's like a di- college basketball dynasty in like ten years or something. Who knows? I don't know. It's uh, like the uh, Patriots were a joke. For hey, and then we can manifest it right now. I like I like that you brought it even and you spoke that into existence. I like that you're trying to speak it into existence. Like yeah, I said, sure. like that's one of the more optimistic things I've ever heard you say. You're like, wait, Creighton's gonna have good luck? Like what? Maybe if you're, if, I mean, if you have so much bad luck, maybe the spectrum just reverses itself. Like you go back to. Like you have so much bad luck pushing against you that you just end up falling into great luck because you can't go back any. I I love that logic and I hope that's right. Okay, I Let's really do. With it. But I, but that that was a long way of explaining what everybody was feeling yesterday. Yeah, the game that was and a lot. My yeah. phone was like like mm-hmm. flying off the mm-hmm. desk. Like oh my god, here we go again. Mm-hmm. You know, I wouldn't have been mad if gonna... it was. But because of what we're talking about right now, I wouldn't have been mad if Marcus was even just load managing. I wouldn't. No, I he yeah. was like, he was like, I just got to get ready for, got to get ready for the, because like, hey, what happened? What happened? Like, what did you say? What happened in that one game before? Like, he in a play he shouldn't have been in. You never know. Mm-hmm. Don't put, and yeah. clearly they they handle business. Yes, I don't care if you load managers. So you want college basketball? Oh. Load. Like, if Creighton's <laughs> playing some team, they know they can run out of the gym. Like, yeah, let's just rest Mitch or Marcus there or DJ or something. Hey, I didn't say it. You did. <laughs> I did say it, but you winked. <laughs> No, I definitely brought it up. I, don't, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I don't care. That <laughs> sounds stupid, but I'm like, hey, Creighton's so deep. Like, this team is so deep. It's like – If they could ever load banish, they could do and, it. And, I mean, Gonzaga sat Suggs. Gonzaga sat Suggs. Think about – exactly. And think yeah. about what we're saying. What do, what do Creighton fans want? They, like, know how well we can do in the regular season. They're like, mm. in a global pandemic, can mm. you us in March, please? Yeah. Preach. I don't care. I don't care. If, Say it. I don't care if DJ sit out against DePaul. I don't. I'm saying it now. Say it. I do not care. Tell them. Rest them boys. Load March. management. Load manage this team. Get them to so- March. Get them to Load March. Load manage this team. <laughs> Get them to March. Load manage Creighton this year. I don't care. Let's go. Oh, I love it, dude. I hope they. Do. I hope that. I hope they take an L against like DePaul. I hope or something. somebody on the team here this. Like Mitch, Mitch sits and like DePaul wins by 15. Like, oh my God, what is going on? And Jordan's just like. <laughs> No, that's cool. They lose to DePaul, right? And then they go win the Natty. Okay. Yeah, I know. <laughs> which would you rather? Yeah, which are you more beat yeah, up about? Don't like, care. Yeah. Are you sweating that would DePaul you, L yeah. still? Yeah. How's that's that? what I mean last year. They won the Big East. That, they won the Big East title. No, is, no, anybody that's, talking, that's, is anybody talking about San Diego State anymore after they won the yeah. Big East title? And that, you guys lost what, by 30. And everybody's yeah. like, oh, see, Matt no can't win did. with this group. It's all over. <laughs> yeah. And they won a Big East title. Like, anybody yeah. talking about that anymore? Something was off that day. The energy was just off. That's, yeah, what happens, that's what happens against, in hoops, though. That's yeah, what happens exactly. in basketball. Sometimes you're just like, okay, they're on, we're off, and that's ugly. You know when it's like, easier yeah, to be load on? Load management. You know I'm when it's easier pro, to be on? We should get that thing started, though. Like, you know hey, we should rest to be today. on. Exactly, because it's easier to be on when your whole team is healthy. So, like, let's be on in March. Yeah, dude. And load manage. I'm, I'm, set, I'm set actually Set that precedent in college basketball. Load management in college basketball. <laughs> Because right now, what they what you guys try to do is like, all right, day all after boys. games, it's like a rehab day, and only like the scout team and the guys who didn't play a lot will practice hard that day. I'm awful. Um, but yeah, if you just like, 
so they already tried to load manage with it in games and they like all right look we're really good we can afford to sit a dude or two here and be all right you know and then, and then if, and then if, if shit if, gets if, crazy you hey, can just put them in like put okay. it this way yeah. if we if 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 like Kyrie Thomas or Marcus Foster wanted to load manage, I probably would have got a little bit more minutes. So oh, there you yeah. go. <laughs> I'm all for this load management. Like I'm really about to start preaching. Like, <laughs> Let Sammy and like Devin and Jack get some shots up. Uh, yeah. right, Let right, get them right, some game right, reps right, and stuff. Right, oh, no, no, sorry. No, 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 no. I was talking skirt minutes, man. Yeah, you why, why you had to make this about somebody else? This I'm just saying those skirt minutes are over. That's why I was talking. I was like, you know, I was talking about the present. Devin. You are so quick to remind me that my crate. I can't reminisce. It's, I can't get on this podcast. I mean, your shirt literally says "buy" on it. I'm just reading. It says "buy Don." Actually, <laughs> that's what my. Sh- I'm so glad you brought that up. My shirt yeah. does say "buy Don." Buy well, I mean, Don. yeah. So buy scurry. Your, your college career is over. It ended with a global pandemic. Yeah. Think I'm, of the I'm, stories you're gonna tell your like grandkids and shit. Like, how'd your basketball career end, Granddad? Like, oh pandemic. well, listen up, kids. Uh, you know, we had a global pandemic once in a century, and I didn't get to play in an way tournament, and uh. Yeah, it was hell. But do you know how thankful now I am? And then they like they just like sit there like, <laughs> like yeah, you thought that shit was gonna be a happy story, didn't you? Uh-uh. It's about to be yo. It's about to be a whole ass year since I came. Like in two months since it was just shut shut down at Madison Square Garden, shut I've, down the streets of New York. Yeah, yo, I've left this. I've is, left this house like twice, dude. <laughs> yeah, I don't go anywhere. I, I don't even. I you know what's uh what's the What's the like bubble boy or what that kind of movie is or whatever? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. When we're all good and like vaccinated and like ready to hit the you know, ready to hit like the normal button again, I'm scared. I don't know what I I don't know if I can drive. Like I don't know if I forgot how to drive. Like I don't know if I know how to like yeah. be I don't know how if I if I know how to interact in public anymore. Like where how do I use the bathrooms? This is why this is why I got that like I have part, <laughs> I got a part-time job at the grocery store. To okay. make sure I had some social interactions. <laughs> like reintegrate into like a Because I'm like, I, if I would have been zero dark 30 for that whole summer, that whole like, yeah. first couple months back, I would have lost my mind. You know <laughs> me. I have to get on this podcast and talk because I need to talk. Yeah. Like I need it. No, that's I would have lost it. Because like, and even now, like you're right though. Like I'm, I'm like, how am I going to like integrate, like in talking in like when people like go like back in, groups and stuff i'm like mm-hmm. talk about like sports and group i'm used to just one-on-one now what, what do we do how do we do this like, yeah i'm we, like how do we do we all take turns is that what it yeah. or do we what's the what's 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 the vibe like with a group of like seven people all like laughing about the same thing like, yeah is that uncomfortable or do we is that cool i'm like do i are you gonna get mad if i like interrupt you or like i, I don't know it's weird i don't know we'll see, we'll see. It's I'm acting like it's any different, like via Zoom call, but it might be. I don't know. It might. It might be. I haven't, I haven't talked to like more than like. Do we four, talk to like? I, I'm gonna be like, dude. Do you do you do you talk to the person you sit next to on an airplane? Do you do that? Is that weird? Or <laughs> I'm still wearing a mask in the airport now. By the way, dude, I want to wear masks like everywhere. I have I never. Been, wear, I think I'm gonna wear a mask in the airport for the rest of my life. Like knock on wood, this is the first time I've gone through like. Or I'm not the end of at the end of it yet, but this is the first time I've ever gone through a year where I haven't been sick. Same. I haven't been, I haven't been sick Same. at all. Same. And I, even, I, haven't had a, I haven't had a cold. I'm I'm the master of either. ear infections. I I get an ear infection every year that makes me want to kill myself. I have not Man. had one of those. Man. I have not like you. I'm just like humans are nasty. I'm not going around them anymore. Man, they get me I sick usually all the time. So, I usually I used to get so sick because we would travel so much during the mm-hmm. holidays, and you're you know you're on planes all the time, and I'm traveling home. The worst I ever got sick was traveling home when we played that game. Like we would play like a 
game on the 21st at home and then they'd fly us home and then we'd fly back on Christmas day. I used to be, I used to remember those cause I was so, cause it's like winter time. It's cold. You're going through airports. Like, and it's a quick turnaround. It's not People like coughing, sneezing and stuff. You're not comfortable at home. So you're not relaxed. Like I'm seeing, I'm trying to see a bunch of people. Cause remember when you could see people, that's what mm-hmm. I would do during the holidays. So like <laughs> going all around trying to see aunts and uncles and stuff. And like, I'm just like, that was like the case for sickness. Like you're seeing so many people, you're not resting not sleeping a lot you was on airplanes time changed too like it's an hour i'm exaggerating but like i'm just like yeah i used to get so sick around that time yeah dude i used to remember those practices like the christmas night practices (laughs) just like being full of mucus being like wow we really got to run 17s on christmas night i love it (laughs) dude you guys need to broadcast the christmas night practices from now on oh christmas night yeah remember when those things are i think i literally threw up i think i threw up at the end of that Christmas night condition. Oh no, I did. And I ran out of the gym. I ran out of the gym and threw up in the trash can. And the only reason I was okay, because normally like Mac doesn't care, like you can run. I run out of the gym and he goes, it's okay. His mom texted me. He was feeling sick over break, <laughs> like over Christmas break. And I was like, thank God my mom texted him because in no other circumstance would Mac have been like, yeah, you can just go throw up. But like, he was okay. Cause mama texted him. Love it. No dude. Like the, I love Christmas night practices because you all look horrible. Oh, oh, it's awful. It looks like the it, you all love basketball, but it looks like the last thing you want to do right now is be in that gym. You're like, this is gonna suck because you've all been you've all been super irresponsible over those three days. Like you just like have let to, it go. It's Christmas. Who wants to practice? No one wants to practice on Christmas. Dude, Anybody I think that's <laughs> want to practice. They're lying to your face. They want to be a good basketball player. They don't want to practice on Christmas. You know what I Nobody, think voluntarily ever do you do that for the greater good because we had a game in two days you do it you just suck it up but oh my god that shit sucks you know what i you know what it's like a glimpse of is like you know how and i shouldn't talk but i'm just saying like you know how when athletes like get out of their uh habits like out of their career and they start Mm -hmm. like going to be analysts and stuff like Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. all of a sudden like the camera needs to zoom out a little bit because they can't fit in the screen anymore Mm-hmm. They get a little bigger, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like when you guys go home for Christmas, you come back looking like like you had just absolutely been totally irresponsible. Did not try to be right about your uh, diet, nutrition, body, anything like that. Like you were well, just like, I don't care. And you come back in the gym, and it shows. It's like, oh man, this team doesn't look like they can win. They don't look like they can beat a D three team right now. Yeah, it's a, I mean, I, but it's like it's like it's like that way all across the country because everybody, yeah. all you see players like you follow players from other teams. They're always like Christmas Day practice be looking like this, and it's like a Shackton Shackton the Fool's mm-hmm. highlight. I mean, like, but what do you what do you want though, man? Like, you, it's the one time in that <laughs> in that period, like it's the end of regular. It's the, like for Creighton at least in the, all the years I was there, like it's the end. Like you play that last non conference game on the twenty first, whether it was at Arizona State or at Creighton, like that was the last one, and then you get to go home, and like it's the only like it's like a deep breath. So you like yeah. I mean, all the like snacks in the crib, <laughs> cookies, I'm chilling. I'm not really pressing my. I'm gonna go to the gym once, but I'm not really even gonna press. It. I'm gonna do my little workout, whatever. Because you know, when you get back, you like. Well, there's two approaches. You either go hard because you know that practice is gonna be hard, or you like, I'm gonna just chill, knowing that practice is gonna be hard. Neither one works. So no, yeah, you come back totally unprepared, no matter what. Yeah, yeah, it, but it's just funny. I love oh, it hilarious. because you guys always come back looking the same way. And you like, you think when you're watching them when I'm watching you guys, I'm like, yeah, they just came, they, they went home and they were like, oh, 
And yeah. like that deep breath is basically like a bunch of bad habits. It's cookies. Oh, yeah, no, Matt, yeah, it's TV. Yeah, yeah. It's video games. Yeah, it's not it's running. It's not basketball. Doing. Yeah, it's, it's all the shit you weren't doing <laughs> because no, but you because you do it because you're in a grind. You're in a grind for the whole no, time. You're but, like every day, yeah, and especially you're right. Yeah, because preface it: the two weeks before you get to go home on the twenty first is the two weeks basketball player. It's only basketball, volleyball, and women's basketball on campus. Mm-hmm. That's it. The yeah. only only people on campus. It's just it's it's a ghost town. You go to practice all day. That's it. You have practice two days, like, and that's it. Yeah. So it's like, once you get to go home, you're like, I'm not on a two-day schedule for the next three days? <laughs> shit, I might have me, like, I might have a bowl of cereal this morning. Yeah. Like, like, where, where's that? Fruit? Mom, you got your Fruity Pebbles in here? Where is that at? Yeah, give me, that, give me all that. Cartoons and cereal this morning. Like, you know, that processed <laughs> sugar. Let's go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, then, and then you see it all. On, Jeremy's, on, like, on texting Christmas. you, like, what'd you eat today? Like, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> like come on, like, like straight up lying. He knows exactly what that means. <laughs> he's like, oh like, man, me a, damn it. He's like, no, but he does it for the like, he's, he drawing, he's drawing up the itinerary. He's like, oh, based on that. For answer, CB, he like, would be like, he would text CB, he'd be like, send me a picture of your plate. <laughs> <laughs> what, what are you eating? <laughs> send me a picture. <laughs> CB's like, God damn, bro. <laughs> I can't get no meal. He's like hopping on Google images, like looking for the healthiest damn thing he can find. <laughs> No, but that's how he knows like, it. Jeremy's like, that's not your mom's china. I don't believe exactly. that. Yeah, exactly. I'll hit like the reverse image, like finding the origin of it. Yeah. Like bullshit, you know. Christian. Don't lie to me. Yeah. Oh my God, that's hilarious. Um, I don't really know how to transition this, but you know who got right this last week? Got right. Oh, okay. Steph Talk bombs, baby. Like, oh yeah. The chef is back cooking. Oh yeah, and and so oh, many yeah. people no. owe that bro, owe that dude an apology. Yeah, like anybody, I I owe him. I think I actually I was never too that far out. I think I owe him a little apology though. Like he's gonna carry this team to the playoffs. Dude, there's no question the, about it. If like, the young guys, if the young, I'll, I'll preface it though, no. and it's not even now what we've seen from him. It's not even him. It's if the young guys like continue to just do what they're doing now, and if Wiggins keeps like playing well like this, like oh yeah. If you don't, even, can just you don't, like you don't need to preface it. He is that good. He's they're going to be in the playoffs. Like that's over with. Like don't even. He's, he's going to care. That narrative is dead. As you, he's can the best shooter ever. He's the best shooter ever. Yeah. No, ever. there's no there's no doubt. But the way he the way he uh, it's actually so like the way the way he, he plays is unlike anything else. He you ever. can't it's so effortless. He's so the effortless. hardest. He's the hardest player in the league to guard. From an, part of from, James. Steph Curry on the is. perimeter like that. He's harder than harder anywhere. Than James Carter. Any anywhere. I think so. You, yeah, because all the because his activity level, ex, you have to exert so much energy to stop him. Okay. So he might be off one night. He might not, you know, kill you. Oh, but, okay. But yeah, you're yeah, gonna, yeah, yeah. Okay. But I you're I, gonna I, leave that game. I see what you're saying. Like feeling like you just played Steph, yeah. and yeah. it's gonna be unlike. He's the hardest player in the world to guard because he doesn't stop moving. He uses the whole court. And he yep. stretches the court. Like, he doesn't use the whole court sideline to sideline. He uses the whole court baseline to baseline, basically. Baseline to He's half so court. good without the ball. He sets everything up so well. Yeah. He follows everything. the ball position just- like a master. Like, when he hunts shots, you're, you, you have to play at a crazy speed to keep up with what he's thinking. Because he, he's, so- he can see it two or, three, two or three moves ahead. If someone's coming like- down right wing, like, he knows where to go for the, for the flip back. Mm-hmm. Like, he's a master, dude. It's, it's unreal. You know, gets, and his energy he level is gets absurd. To his spots. He gets to his spots always. Yeah, but the, but his spots are him. everywhere. Exactly. Like, it's the whole map. 
Well, that's where where do you where do you where do you like to shoot from? The court, like the the corner, court, corner yeah. three, like the co- uh, extend the court itself, like where yeah. Start favorite, in that corner, then wrap like, it out that way. Like I want to actually, I like everywhere. If I can I see like, the rim, basically, I like free throw line extended, like where that three is. No, I wasn't asking you. I was asking. I was saying like asking Steph. Like, where do you like to shoot from? Everywhere. I know. Yeah. yeah like, no, where's Steph your spot? He, I think he hit a three from the concourse earlier this year. Remember that one? Yeah. He came out, he came out from like the concession stands and no, he hits a, he's hit threes from everywhere. And he just like, to me, what's impressive is like he's so, like, and I say effortless, like he shoots it so effortlessly mm-hmm. now. Like he's such a good shooter. Like he doesn't even have to be on balance anymore. No. Nope. At all. No. Nope. Like you Remember, know how like because I do dri- every day I'm doing drills, getting my feet around the cones, making sure like one two, like it doesn't matter for him anymore. Like he's done that drill so many times that he's now actually perfected how to make the shot when his feet are off balance. Mm-hmm. If you ever watch like that, remember that OKC game where he gamed him yep. from like 40 feet? Yep. Oh, yeah. The, he, I think he hit 10 threes that day, if I'm mm-hmm. not mistaken. Um, and if you watch them, I mean, he's, he's, his body's facing all kinds of directions. I actually want to look up. I'm so glad you brought this up because I want to look it up for next pod because I want to know how many times he's hit more than 10 threes in a game. Because I just remember growing up, I remember like when that was like, um, that was an amazing stat. And he's done oh, it like 10 threes. <laughs> yeah, 10 threes. I, dude, I remember when Ty Lawson hit 10 threes in a game for the Nuggets, and people were like, oh my gosh, 10 threes. Steph does that in like a half. Yeah, he's crazy. Like he's made that the norm. Didn't he's made shooting above, like, we, t- dude, I think we talked about this before, like, in 08, when Ray Allen was on the Celtics, and I thought he was the consensus best shooter in the NBA, he was shooting like a whopping 33% from three. <laughs> like, that was that was what was like the best. That the, Steph's like, no, 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 46, dude. 46, dude. Let's just, let's, that, that's what the norm is now. You're like, what? So it looks like it's happened 55 times in league. In in his- no, 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 hold up, chill. I was about to say. <laughs> I was like, was whoa, like, fifty-five whoa. times in league in league history. Okay, thank you. But thank a lot you. of these are stuff. I'm, I'm yeah, count, how many? I'm does he yeah, two, four. Oh crap, this is gonna be hard. Good lord, there's so much Steph Curry in here. Yeah, Stephen that's Curry. What that's what I'm saying. He made it the. That's normal. For two, him. four, six, eight, ten, twelve. Yeah. 14, Dude. 16, Dude. 18, Dude. 20, 22, 24. Dude. Oh, no, wait, wait, wait. Hold up. I messed that up. Oh, see, you hyped me up. <laughs> you did that on purpose. You did, did that on purpose. Two, four, six, eight, 10, 12, 15 times. So 15 of the 55 times that it's happened in league history, Steph did it. That's crazy. So he's got so twenty seven percent of the ten three games in the in league history are Steph Curry th- games. Best shooter ever. Yeah, he's best shooter ever. Best shooter ever. But a whole bunch of people. Oh, that dude an apology. Like Nick Wright's all on there, like talking about. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he can't lead a team like. Uh, no way he dug his grave like, like Harden and Russ. Like, what are you talking? Yeah. What what. What makes you think anything that yeah. James and Russ have done, yeah. Steph can't do better? Like, what? why would you say such insanity? And my point to that is, like, 
if this is the guy who's winning the majority of the championships while LeBron was the best player in the league, in his opinion, because he said since – which I actually don't agree with. He said – said, He said LeBron's been the best player in the league which is since 07 against the – when he took the uh, Larry Hughes and them to the finals. Okay. I don't know. Was that – that's what he said. I don't know. Oh, nine. No, he said – Nick Wright, his take was since 07, LeBron's been the best player in the league, right? I'm like, okay. I don't agree with that, but I mean, Kobe still like, has some Le- good years left. Like, that's what I'm saying. Kobe mm-hmm. won the chip in 09. Kobe in LeBron went on record saying like that Kobe was the best player in the league in 09. Yeah. Literally went on record and said it. Yeah. But um, so after that period, like I think after LeBron's first championship, he was just consensus best player from that time. That's my mm-hmm. opinion. Um, but like even like I don't understand how if you're a LeBron guy, I actually I think it's weird to not even be a Steph guy. I think their greatnesses are like tied to each other. Like, they really have do. to be. They have to be. That's they what I. That's be. that's where it's I don't the, understand. I don't understand putting those two of all players. I I will never understand putting those two like up against each other. I'm like, no, those are the dudes that made each other great. Yeah. Like, like same with, same with KD. You got to. Yeah. You have to exactly. So if you if yeah. you don't if you don't if you diminish one or two of them, to then you're, up, yeah, to pro- it's the other. Yeah. You can't. The other isn't shit. Then. Yeah. Yeah. It's the exactly. same. It's the, it's the same way with thinking about Jordan's career. Like. Yeah, Jordan. Jordan's six titles are incredible because he stopped a laundry list of Hall of Famers from ever winning a ring. Like he hogged that. Like yeah, the only only one who got him was uh, the only like all time top fifty great type of player, uh, or like transcendent great guy who could probably be awesome in any era uh, was Hakeem. He got two in in like the free for all mm-hmm. years where Jordan was mm-hmm. retired. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like when Jordan oh. retired, everybody was like, "Oh shit, this is our chance." Hakeem got two. He beat Shaq. He beat Patrick Ewing. Uh, he beat Carl Malone and John Stockton in the West. He beat uh-huh. he beat Sean Kemp and Gary Payton in the West. Yeah. Like to get to his rings, and he got them. But other than that, Jordan stopped every every one of his like his peers. You know the ones that he uh-huh. came in the league with and after. Mm-hmm. He stopped them from winning rings, and they're all Hall of Famers. That's a good point. That's though, what makes Jordan. That's what makes Jordan's greatness better. Was because he, like, won everything. He won it every time, basically. Don't like, agree. Yeah, like no, Isaiah got him a couple times. No. Uh, like Larry got him a couple times. Magic won some rings in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that was like before his prime. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So once he got to his prime, I, I hear your else. point. I hear your point. And the only thing I had to say on that, like, what I thought about was like, because like, <laughs> I just think at this point you can't argue. That LeBron's just had the best career ever. I think you can argue who's like you can still argue who is better in their like prime or whatever. Who is the better player? I think that's an awesome feat. I didn't even think about that. Like because well, LeBron, see, what's even, made his career, what's yeah. made his career so great is how long it's been. But like I get like a lot of great players have won championships in that time. So I think that is a very impressive feat for Mike to like stop Malone from winning one. Stockton, like that was for nasty sure, to for stop sure. Them, However, to stop, wait, not, but then not, wait who? The Pistons, I'm not even, the Pistons didn't win. Pistons won one, right? When Jordan started winning, no one else won while he was while he was going. But they won. The Pistons won before. Yes. So Isaiah Bull, got one. Isaiah the Bull, got the Bulls one. beat them to start their run. Yeah. So like the Pistons were win- the Pistons won two, mm-hmm. and they went through the Bulls to get them, mm-hmm. and then the Bulls got them, and they never won again. Mm-hmm. Once but the so, Bulls, once the Bulls passed them, it was it was the Bulls dynasty started. It was uninterrupted. But that's but it goes to my point like. That's what made Jordan's greatness like transcendent was because 
he was the ultimate winner, right? So mm-hmm. you, if you're a LeBron stan, you can't argue his greatness if you're diminishing the people he beat at the Correct. same time. Correct. That, that goes to your point about like, look, yeah, 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 you yeah, can't yeah, bag on yeah. Steph and KD and say they're not at his level. Yeah. If they won while they played him, same with Kawhi. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. If they Kawhi won too. while yes. competing against him, you're diminishing LeBron. You don't realize it. Because uh-huh. if he got beat by those dudes who, who aren't anything uh-huh. in terms of like how they stack up against him, then why did he lose to them? Uh-huh. You know, but that's uh-huh. a Dirk too. Uh-huh. Got killed by Dirk. Exactly. Dirk too. Yeah. Yeah. Got killed by Dirk. Yeah. So you can't, you can't say like, <laughs> oh, LeBron's been far and away the best player and no one else is in his league. Uh-huh. Yet they got all, they got rings. Why? Uh-huh. Why'd that happen then? Uh-huh. That's what I'm saying. You can't you can't have it both ways. So like, there's a lot of LeBron haters out there, and I understand that they're irrational too. But LeBron stands do it right back. They create like this toxic conversation around like greatness, where it's like it can't. But it that's can't the just thing. Mean, there is no respect for it. Argue that at the end of the day, you can't argue because what is great? Like, there's nothing concrete to argue. Mm-hmm. Really, just a personal bias. At the end of the day, that's what the conversation comes down to. Pretty much. It really is because it's yeah. like what do you pre- it's like what do you prefer in your superstar like what do you pre- it's like you can take these guys like best players what do you prefer do you prefer the michael jordan guy that was like the first the winner that like do you do you prefer that or the guy who is winning against like all these like like it's it, it's 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 i don't know yeah. talk, so like, i can talk what? about this all day but um but i mean it just goes to like i mean the main point is Like you said, it's great. Greatness can be defined in multiple ways. Mm-hmm. Impact is one, impact. I think is like the best way to define it. You know, I think uh, when I think about Michael Jordan's greatness, the number one thing that probably comes to my mind, other than the winning, which I think is like too easy to latch onto, and it's probably an easy conversation to have. Like, I don't want to. I don't think I would go with rings. With if I if you told me, what is the biggest impact? Michael Jordan has had on basketball or sports or whatever, mm-hmm. however you want to ask it. Mm-hmm. I think it's just his impact on um, how much power and influence athletes can have. Like, mm-hmm. cause he became, he became a brand himself. You know he what I'm made saying? The NBA global. He made the NBA global, but you also got the Jordan brand where like the be like Mike Gatorade stuff he became bigger than the game. So, I mean, Actually, that was a- you probably couldn't even imagine that. Right. So now moving on, you know, he's still an influence out there. Right. But that's his impact on the game. Right. Mm-hmm. Showing the world that athletes could be larger than life. Yeah. And like, and, and handle it yeah. all and be bigger than the game they play. Right. Mm-hmm. They had more power than they realized. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think the one thing that if you were to ask me what LeBron's greatness is, I wouldn't even go with rings at either. I wouldn't even talk. I don't even know. How, honestly, at the top of my head, I don't even know. Is he won four or five? I can't even remember. Four, four yeah, if you put a gun to my head, I would get that wrong. Because mm-hmm. I'm not even sure. He's played in that thing so much that I've kind of taken that for granted. Mm-hmm. I just know he's one of the all-time best ever. Mm-hmm. And he's been on that stage a lot. I'd have to it so much that I have to, I'd have to look up that number to be sure how many times to, to make sure I'm right about it, you know? Mm-hmm. His impact. His impact is a lot like Michael's in that he carried on that torch of like proving that the athlete is the more one than an athlete. Yeah, literally more than an athlete. Yeah. has influence to change mm-hmm. not only the game. Now we're talking about like Michael Jordan changed basketball. He changed sports. Mm-hmm. 
he changed uh, athlete imagery, right? Mm -hmm. LeBron is like changing the world, <laughs> like the way the way he people put the torch and ran with it. Yeah, because he's he's not mm -hmm. he's not sweating that like ability to intersect real life with what mm -hmm. he does. Mm -hmm. In fact, I would think that he's more – he just – basketball is so easy to him now, mm -hmm. and because he's worked so much at it that he's so good at it that yeah, I don't want to say he takes it for granted, but I think there's not much on the basketball court that worries him. Mm -hmm. like he's seen I agree. Everything. I agree. Well, he's I out there. there he's I think out there he, can, he can flip switches and go to different I, levels at different paces, whatever he wants. He can turn it on. Yeah, I think the other stuff is what he's trying to, like, focus mm -hmm. a lot – channel mm -hmm. a lot of his energy to – like his turnout the vote stuff this summer. I agree. I don't think uh, speaking out for marginalized people challenge in his life right now. I agree. I, I think basketball that. basketball is the thing that he can do in his sleep. Basketball is the thing that got gets him to yeah, I, yeah. I agree. And then you just look at all the things he's doing in in like not just the community, like wherever he lives, but like the, the world. world community that he came from, right? Yeah. You know, people of color, uh poor economic situations. Mm -hmm. Um, opportunity zones where like there there's like a system working against it and how mm -hmm. do you how do you rise above it how do you defeat that and even just trying to educate people like in like some of the stuff i really liked with what he did with some of that more than about stuff it made like even on twitter and all the links that they had like uh i found it really easy to just navigate and like uh like learn things and like learn about the incarceration rates like uh in florida and about like how he had udonis haslam on uh, a campaign trying to like how he got over uh three i, I don't want to misspeak but i think it was over like three hundred thousand people like people who were incarcerated or had been incarcerated um in i think not in just florida but uh like in the united states like to vote like to be registered to vote because they didn't know like they didn't know and so some of that stuff just even in, in educating people like me who were just sitting scrolling on twitter like mm -hmm. that's huge like that stuff i didn't know like that he I need yeah, to know. Used, like, he used social we media all need to, to, to like speak truth to power, right? Yeah, like, exactly. Because it was maybe even in the past you could mm – -hmm. I mean, if you just watch culture, watch like stand-up comedy, mm -hmm. watch uh, mm -hmm. just anything like mm -hmm. entertainment-wise, it was mm -hmm. kind of embedded in the culture that that was a known mm -hmm. issue, mm -hmm. but it wasn't one that was taken so seriously that it couldn't also be like a punchline. Exactly. I think what social media has done now in this last year is it's time to stop taking that stuff lightly mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because this no, is, I put, this is literally how marginalized generations mm -hmm. of people are held down. Yeah. And you're going to yeah. keep running into no. the same problems and, if you and, don't and, address and it seriously. So you've seen, you've seen Fresh Prince, right? Yes. So, you know, the famous scene from Fresh Prince when Jazz is in the, in, in the office and he says, nope, dude's got a gun. I put my hands down and six warning shots in my back. Mm -hmm. Like, how not funny is that now? That's what I mean, right? But you that know, was, like yeah. we we tried to make we try to make jokes of it on like a sitcom. We try to make jokes of it. Yeah, Dave and Chappelle's been like, Dave Chappelle's been doing it his Dave whole Chappelle's career, been, whole career. And it's like and it's and it's like we try to make jokes of it. And Richard just, Pryor. It goes back. It goes back like all the way sixties. Yeah. We try to make jokes about it. So, and I'm sorry, I'm like trying to speak to crazy white America here. Like, I'm like, try to make jokes about it, but like, come on. Like now so, it's not, now it's not even funny because of the shit going on right now. Now it's serious. Like, yeah, that's what I was like. I'm curious, like what was going through your mind when you, cause I have a theory. I don't know if you're, if you're, if you're going to be on board with it, but 
I have a theory about what uh, I don't even know what day it was now. Wednesday. Wednesday. I feel like I'm stuck in a time loop right now. Me too. Um. So yeah, I don't. I have a theory on what Wednesday was about, but I'm curious because you're a person of color and you have experienced those things in your life. Mm-hmm. Things that I haven't experienced just because of how I look. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering what was going through your mind when you were watching that. And, and maybe I should, I don't know. I want to wait to say my theory because I'm wondering how much it um, locks in with yours. I'm just curious what was going through your mind when you were watching all that. Dude, the first thing I just thought when it all happened, I was just like, how, how like in as a person of color, man, like I would just say like, to like breach the capital, like you don't even think that's possible. I didn't even think that was a real thing. I didn't even think that you could do that. Mm-hmm. Like in like for it to like have been something that was like, and, and now I look at it and it was like a big circus joke. Like, and I feel like that's like, I, I can't believe people live with that kind of luxury. Like I, I've never thought that that was ever, that could ever be an okay thing. And to see how it was treated and to see how like it all was just like a big sham and for show kind of, like and and like I, I just don't even I just was like how is this even happening like and uh, I mean later then I figured like I, I kind of tried to spin it and when I was figuring out how and I was like I kind of know how is because I think and this is me trying to make light of it after I was like I think the change that we're fighting like you and I and countless others are fighting for is starting to show and people are getting upset about it. And that's what that was. You just nailed it. Like you're, you're I, when I tell, I tell you my theory, it's going to go right along with that. Like people, and we didn't are, talk, we didn't talk about this before. We did not talk about this before, man. But like, and I got this from, I actually got it from when I was watching on Wednesday night, I was watching uh, ESPN, like uh, the NBA countdown show. And Jalen Rose said, it. That's, that's where I got it from. And that he was like, yeah, like, I actually am excited because he's like, you don't get that mad and breach the Capitol unless you know your white supremacy and your values and everything is about to be torn down, like torn the fuck down because it's not okay anymore and it's all being exposed. And so you don't get that mad where you're like, oh, we got to, because you thought Congress was in all the cap. You thought that was all on your side at first. Nah, like the change is coming. So, I mean, that's, I guess, the good way to look at it, but it's it's disgusting, man. It it was disgusting to see. Uh, it, it it's it's crazy that it came to that, and it's it's domestic terrorism. Like, it, and I'm gonna call it like I see it. Like, so, uh, yeah, I don't know. It was it, it it was awful to see, but I hope it is an indicator of good things to come. I think. Uh... You know, I knew we were, we we did say we wanted to talk about this, but we did not address how. So going into this, um, when I was just trying to think about the thoughts I wanted to convey, I was, I think I was, I was trying to find a reasonable avenue to lay these points out. And then maybe 90% of the way through that, I was like, Mm -hmm. screw it. I don't want to be reasonable about this. I don't, yeah. There's no read. I don't think there is. I don't think they, I don't think this is not the the time forces that, that we as people who care about others, regardless of background and color and creed and ethnicity and where you come from, the people who think that equality is something worth striving for and not yet attained. We, I don't, I'm done reasoning with people who oppose that. 
I don't I agree. I don't. If you oppose that still, you have sinister, uh, something sinister about you that sinister you ignorance. You need like to it's figure an, out. It's, it's a sinister ignorance. Yeah. We're going to, we're, we're either going to extract that from you by force or you're going to deal with that on your own. And when you come back to the table, you're going to understand why everybody needs to just for that, that kind of behavior is not acceptable. Mm-hmm. Like there are no differences. Mm-hmm. You got like, you can't buy the, you know, and don't tell me it wasn't because of that. This was all this whole, everything that happened on Wednesday. And I hope it's the culmination. I hope that's the worst it gets. I don't mm-hmm. think it is. I think they're going to come back, but I hope that's the culmination, but it is the culmination of the sort of reemergence of white supremacy to the mainstream. And it, it, it all started the minute like Barack Obama became president because the rhetoric around what he stood for just became utterly irrational. Like Barack Obama was a center left politician, right? Correct. Like all this garbage about these boogeyman words like mm-hmm. socialism and Marxism and but that's all this, how all that's this how undefined, all these undefined buzzwords that you're supposed to latch onto as like a, a patriotic American um, that you're supposed to oppose how bad out of sight. Like, hold up. In terms of divisiveness. Yeah, but it started like that because you mm-hmm. saw the rhetoric on not only from politicians and leaders opposing what he stood for, which again, we're talking about center left politics. Yeah. We don't have Medicare for all. We don't have like socialized medicine. We don't have our public school system is worse than ever. Like all these, all these, all these like scare tactics that you tried to pull off. He didn't implement any of that garbage. He didn't, you know, you don't have like black Panthers running the streets, shooting people. Like, it's not like this takeover of your country that you were talking about, but on conservative channels, conservative needs to get out of our lexicon too, yeah. because there's nothing conservative about these people's ideas anymore. They are Thank extremists. You. Well, yeah. Period. What's conservative about breaching the Capitol? What, what, what? Yes. What, 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 is, that yeah. conser- what part conservative of that is conservative? What part of that? Right. What are you conserving? Like, yeah, I don't understand that. No. And so all of that, it, it's, it's, it's about, like you said, it's exactly how you said it. White supremacy feels like attacked. their backs are against the wall. It's, it's not just attacked. Like they feel like there's nowhere to go, but to push back in an extreme way. So they literally that's what the Capitol was about yeah. because you see the shirts they're wearing. Mm-hmm. You see the shirts they're wearing. Mm-hmm. How many people of color were at that thing? Come on, dude. Like just I use your eyeballs. Mute the, ca- mute the, mute the camera, mute the television and just look at the people that were in that building doing what they were doing. Don't tell me that's America. That's that's, that's white America. The part of it that still feels like they exactly. should be the rulers of this land pushing back because they believe some demagogue in Donald Trump for all people. Like why you felt like that was the vessel to ride into this retakeover of your country. Okay. Behind all your stupid rhetoric that has no meaning behind it. All this radical left garbage. Mm-hmm. Like it's progress. That's mm-hmm. the word. You're mm-hmm. against that because it's yeah, absolutely not the way it's not the status quo. Yo, so that's the what that was. They're wearing Camp Auschwitz sweatshirts, six MWE, six million wasn't enough. That's referred that's referred reference to the Holocaust. These people oh. are not for equality. 
They're not for a country that moves forward into the 21st century, embracing cultures of all backgrounds. They want that Anglo-Saxon, like white America back where they are the rulers, their segregation, all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. That's the seeds of all of this right here. Don't, don't say it's anything else. You can't argue. Well, I'm done. Re- I'm done having these reasonable conversations about political differences because no one stormed the Capitol over fucking tax cuts. No one stormed the Capitol over health care for all. They Thank stormed you. the Capitol because Thank they're seeing a country that is becoming more of a melting pot than they like to admit. Okay, Bingo. where cultures Bingo. are mixing, where where everybody wants equality. They don't like that. That's they don't want they don't that. like that. Don't, don't tell like me that. that's what it's about. You don't want that because you're attacking your own now. You killed a cop. You beat a cop. You 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 could have killed more had you like they, the Washington Post reporter said we were seconds away, not minutes, not hours, seconds away from like this mob of lunatics getting into the Senate chamber and just like they had ropes ready to hang people. They had those uh, zip tie handcuffs. They were going to kill people. Don't act like this was just some like, you know, mob that was out there just like trying to make noise. They were trying to hurt people. That's what they were there for. And they might come back. I don't think they're done. Like until we, you have to stamp that out. You can't ignore that and be like, let's listen. It got a little too hot in the kitchen. You did some crazy stuff. We did some crazy stuff. Let's all come together now and, and forget our differences. No. Yeah, no. Stamp that out. No. No. By any means necessary. Yeah. If you have to push them off social media, if you have to get their messages away from pop culture so they can't have a voice, yes, stamp that out. Mm-hmm. It's time to stop letting bad people just, you know, have petty differences. There are consequences of that yeah. shit. Okay, thank you're trying to do harm to a large segment of the population, a larger segment of the population than them. That's what they're afraid of. This is the this is like white supremacy's last stand because they know they're the minority now and they don't Mm -hmm. like it because you know why they don't like it. Do you know why they don't like being the minority anymore in terms of their ideas? Because they know how they treated the minority of different ideas back in the day. They know that they're like, I don't want to be treated like that. What do they don't realize, what they don't realize it's not going to be like that because the side you're opposing doesn't want to f- drag you from the streets and hang you from a tree. Exactly. They just want equality for themselves. Exactly. So that's what Wednesday was about. Wednesday was about white supremacists Last not time. being cool with the fact that, oh my God, if we are the minority now, how are they going to treat us after we treated them? Mm. That's, that's in their heads. That's mm. in their DNA. That's what they've mm. been born and bred to believe. Is that you treat the minority population this way and they're afraid it's going to come back on them. That's what that was about. That's the truth. Point blank. That's the end of the story. So don't reason with these people. Don't unite with them. Don't heal them. Fuck Mm -hmm. them. Fuck them. If they believe that, if they want to continue to believe that, go somewhere else. Straight up. Go start your own little like power, superpower in the world. Go ahead. You said it. We tried. We tried to be reasonable was reasonable. I said me, I said when I'm like, I don't want to say his name. When he was elected, I was like, you know what? I was even then. Let me be reasonable. Maybe, yeah. maybe the economy will be better. Maybe, maybe it'll be better for me when I graduate college. The economy will be better set up, and it'll be great. <laughs> yeah, global pandemic. That was being levels. reasonable. That yeah. was being reason. That yeah. how, where did that get us? So no, the it's worst, not time the, to worst be year, the worst year of my <laughs> life, and I've lived through 9/11. Yeah, and it's not time to be reasonable. You're right. No. It's not time to be reasonable. It's it really not. 
I remember I remember 9-11. I was 16, I think. Mm-hmm. No, I wasn't 16. I was mm-hmm. uh yeah, I think I just turned 16. Mm-hmm. I was in high school. So I was in a sophomore debate class, and I remember like someone coming in just frantic. Like turn on the TV, uh plane just hit the tower or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, the second one hadn't even hit, I don't think. Like mm-hmm. and then so the reality of that day set in and you're like, holy crap, some like foreign power just like attacked America. Mm-hmm. Like, what the mm-hmm. what the hell, man? This is what I'm like, but this, I'm so like, they, yo. They, but you know what? They, you know what the difference bro. between that day? You know what the difference between that day and Wednesday was? Oh, yeah, go ahead, because I'm gonna hit on it after. Yeah, a couple. One, it was a foreign power, a foreign Ooh, like yep, a foreign go ahead, entity, go ahead. Yeah, right? Like they were, take they, you, you could you, you could easily make I'm them enemies of what you stand for, right? Mm-hmm, it was mm-hmm. just easier to target. Mm-hmm. Um, and it unified mm-hmm. everyone because they attacked mm-hmm. us. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wednesday oh, was us attacking us. Okay, so this so you can't yeah. unify that. You have to fight no. that. Mm-hmm. You have to combat that. And this is what the problem is, right? This make America great again bullshit. So you want to make it back to when we were getting you. You just want our terrorism yeah. to be overseen. That. You don't, yeah. you don't yeah. want domestic terror. So you right. that's what you liked, right? Yeah. And then it's like, wait, maybe we should have taken it as a sign when all these other like when these places were like when nine eleven happens, right? And it's like, oh, like we we Bush, we're just oh, it's okay, like. No, it's the same shit. It's just a different group. Like, mm-hmm. it's just like, I'm like, okay, like, what do you, you want to make America great again when it was just domestic terror or foreign terrorism? Now it's domestic, like this, what, what part of this? And you saw how they reacted, right? We went into two wars over this shit, over what mm-hmm. happened in, 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 in 9-11, right? Mm-hmm. We were like, oh, that's never happening again. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now, so let me ask you something. Well, yeah, everybody exactly. that like banded together to overtake this corrupt. First exactly. of all, the premise for all of this horseshit is utter lies. Utterly like, ridiculous. The, these 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 theories have had their day in court over mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. over and over and mm-hmm. over and over and over and over and over again. They've been thrown out on their ass mm-hmm. every time to the point now where the people like that were bringing these things to court are getting sued and having to print retractions and all like they're cowards. Yeah. They riled up a mob a and the mob, mob that's a cold U S capital. Tell yeah. me, you cult. can't tell me yes. right now. No one can tell me right now. That was a protest of, and that was a cult, no. man. No, you don't t- you know how it's not a protest. If that were a, a, uh, a black lives matter protest. Everyone's like just, dead. yeah, everyone's fucking dead. They are, they, shot. they are annihilating that whole swath of people. Yeah. Don't th- just you saw the way they were treated, right? Yeah, like police were undermined no. all of a sudden. Like there was National old, Guard. Hold National, the Department, of, the, the Department of, of Defense were like, hold up on the National Guard for taking selfies with yeah, cops like an what? hour and a half. Yeah, don't tell me that's the same. That's not opening, the same world. Opening the gates up for them. I went. I marched in Boston. It was all, we. I went to the Capitol in Boston. You know how they were up there, guns, everything ready. No, none of us were like, oh, we're going to breach this place. We didn't <laughs> yeah. think that. That wasn't even right. the point. That right. was their purpose of being there. Like, what? You can't tell me there's not two Americas. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't tell me that. That's what I mean. That's what, that's what Wednesday two, was. Like you, it was Wednesday, two, Wednesday was white supremacy pushing back. Mm-hmm. That's all that because, was. Because there isn't, there they're realizing it's not about that voting. Because they're realizing the America that they didn't have to live in is soon going to overtake all, like, yeah. that scares the shit out of them. It does. And I mean, because... I hope we're fucking right. Like, I hope the cha- this change is, like, coming. Because, I mean, it's getting harder and harder to believe in when shit like this happens. But at least I, this one, I'm like, at least this one, it, it was a real reaction from mm-hmm. 
I just don't. I don't know. I want. I want to hope, but I don't think I've. Seen, I don't think we've seen the worst. Like I'm. I'm a little bit. I'm a little bit. I, I'm. I'm, hey, I'm, I'm afraid that we haven't because yeah. if you yeah. just hear them, if you just hear the way they talk, yeah, coming out because they didn't get punished. You know what I'm saying? Yo, they didn't get. There is no the way they talk. There was no deterrent. Not even Trump's getting punished for inciting that shit. He should have been arrested on sight, mm-hmm. dragged out of the White House in cuffs mm-hmm. wherever they found him. Mm-hmm. Like you, he is the reason for it. His and you know his lawyer Rudy Giuliani's out here talking about trial by combat, stamping yeah. the podium. You know his son is out on the on the on the on the stage talking about fight for your country. All that was incited by them. They need to be arrested. The people that didn't need to be arrested, they need to be put away for a long time. But I everybody's, just don't understand everybody's, how these people they, who they ushered to him. this mob out. They ushered this mob out of the Capitol like it was like some kind of like rave that went. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, that's what I. They said. were like, all like, yelling. They're like, "We'll be back. We'll be back, and we won't yep. be peaceful next mm-hmm. time. We'll be back. Mm-hmm. We'll be back. every single to a man." That's what I said. When I was like, "Remember when the door was like murder the media?" Yo, they were all walking yo, out of that door like they like, just left a fucking concert. Because because back me up, like I said, and I was like, "Yo, it was a sh-, like when I initially happened, and I was like, how how could that happen? How could it even?" How could they even get in, man? Because yeah. I went to the Capitol. In, I, I did that too. And I'm like, I couldn't have imagined us even, one, even trying. But then I'm also like. What would you do once you got in was, there? Like, was, what's your point? Like, and yeah. that's what I'm, I'm looking in on, on the news and on my phone and reading articles, the Washington Post and all that. And I'm like, this looks like a fucking concert. Like the dudes were in the, like taking selfies dressed up. Like it looked like goddamn feet, feet GOP Coachella. Desk, yeah. Like get the hell out of here. Yeah, it was. Like, come yeah. on. It was like, a, it was like a, yeah, it was a cult Coachella, basically. It was, it was like a cult Coachella. Cult, yeah. Like, they got Trump flags. Like, they repl- they threw the freaking United States flag off the thing and put the Trump flag there. Oh, but no, what? Kaepernick, what? Ne- Kaepernick kneeled, but you guys were yeah. Yeah. burning an American don't flag ever, in the state house. Oh, dude, yeah. But don't, don't say, sh- I don't want to hear shit about Kaepernick. No one better stand for the I, national anthem ever again better, until, until, ever, that's, ever, until that's addressed. Ever. Yeah. I would, yeah, get out of here. It's a joke, dude. It's a joke to, 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 to think that that's like on the same plane as what happened this summer. Like, oh, well, you know, Antifa I can't believe and BLM and all this you false equivalency. Know. You know what I hate about that, too, is because you can't even have a conversation about an issue anymore without what about being the first mm-hmm. goddamn response. Mm-hmm. You can't mm-hmm. you can't talk about the U.S. Capitol without someone telling you a building that burned down or a business that got its windows broken out in the summer. And I'm like, okay, first of that's all, that's not the fucking capital. First of all, that's not the capital, but 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 that's minor to that. First of all, what happened this summer were protests against blatant police brutality, right? And social and, and, and like, white how supremacy is that too. Ahmad Arbery was murdered in the fucking street like a stray animal like a with rabies. Okay, and he didn't get charges pressed against his killers. Until what seventy something days later, they were going to let them off without the protests. George they went home Floyd and had a beer that Floyd, night. I read that watched, story. We all watched George Floyd get murdered on camera. That dude just sat on his neck, and you're trying to tell me he had a counterfeit twenty and drugs in his system, so they had to sit on his neck, or he'd been unruly. Yeah, and you're trying to tell me. And you're also trying to tell me. And you're also trying to tell me. And the Black Lives Matter protests reenacted scenes of police brutality. Really? Yeah. Oh no, no, that's what I'm saying. did reenacted the there was i saw the video and i'm not i'm gonna try to be calm as i say damian jefferson retweeted it right nothing has ever on the neck on the stairs yeah how is that like even 
like that you literally have to have something sick in in like wrong with your brain which is what is wrong with a lot of these people yes i'm attacking them i'm not holding back i don't care like you have to have something sick in your brain they like hate that. you jordan they hate that, you oh i know i know i know that's what i'm saying that's why i want i said i wanted to come on here when i knew we were going to talk about it and mm-hmm. i wanted to be reasonable and then mm-hmm. i'm like wait a minute I don't want to be reasonable. Why am I reasoning with why you can't be reasonable with unreasonable people? Yeah, there's there. They want they want half of this podcast wiped out, essentially. Yes. So fuck them. I don't want to be reasonable with these people. Mm -hmm. I don't want to give them platforms. I don't want to I don't want to let them say their piece. No. No, no. I know what you stand for. I have history books. We've read about this stuff. And you want to know what you had your run. You, you had your run where you ruled the country, where you enslaved an entire race of people and built this country off their backs. We've seen that. We learned it already. Mm-hmm. You don't get that anymore because that's wrong. It's morally wrong. It's economically wrong. However you want to wrong it, whatever category you want to throw it in, you cannot have a country like that anymore. It and is you know wrong. Get that out of your head. I'm not reasoning with you anymore. There is no argument. There is no healthy debate over this. Well, no, no, it's not. You got to stop criminalizing black communities over marijuana possession, over marijuana usage. You need to help these communities. You need to funnel money into them so their education systems are better, so their school systems are better, so there's more jobs in the area, so they have better housing and better communities. You got to stop this crap. Mm -hmm. Equality. Yeah, you, you freed the slaves and then you told them to fend for themselves after you already had a head start. Stop it. And they want to go back to that. They, they realize, we're act, and you know, it's fucking crazy. We're actually starting to catch up and it scares them. It is, that's it's what like I'm saying. Still, that's what like, this is. All this is a pushback all, against equality. Yeah, yeah. It's like, no, whoa, 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 whoa. we got like an order of operations here. This is not how it's supposed to go. Yeah. No, that it is. You're going to lose because you're the minority. You know it. And you're, it's, you're not the minority the based happened. on, you're not the minority based on how you look. Mm-hmm. We, well, this podcast is an example of that. You and I look mm-hmm. different, but we're aligned idea, ide, ideology, ide, ideologically, right? It's Absolutely. not about how you look anymore. It's about what you believe. No. If you believe dangerous shit that harms a segment of the population, I don't got time for you anymore. And the rest of the country doesn't either. So you got to stop. I don't care how many times you say this is our America and all that crap. Mm-hmm. You are the minority. However you want, okay. However you want it to go down, you will lose in the end. Because you've always lost throughout history. There is no historical background for you to lean on in terms of like a battle plan here. Whether you want to get physical with it or whether you want to get like systemic with it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You lose. You lose when voices speak truth to power. That's why you want these votes thrown out. Mm -hmm. In, in, oh, just by a coincidence, they happen to be heavily (coughs) heavy areas of people of color. That's just the areas we want thrown out. By co- sheer coincidence. Just sheer coincidence. It's just a coincidence. It just so happens that all these corrupt cities, according to your cult leader, happen to be heavy black cities. Like, oops, that's just, eh, ignore that part. It's not. Ignore that or, part. Yeah, part. it's not really, it's not about how you look. It's just what you think and stuff, you know? Yeah. No, in the worst, Poor man, shit. The worst You're the 81 million people. And what we're done doing now? People voted for Joe done. Biden. Why? Because of what he opposed. Do you think Joe Biden was the candidate for everybody? 70 million still voted for cult master Trump, man. Oh, for sure. Yeah. That's what, and I said, and I said, minority. no, man. But, and so I said this, and this is just like, even you, and I'm speaking to white America again, like straight up, just be in all, this is like all white people. What's fucking really uncomfortable now for black America and me and like 
my experience and like I had this is a conversation I had with my brother. It's like now it's not like what's scary about it now it's like every day you go out it's like I have to worry now if when I'm meeting like a white person and I have just a social interaction I'm like are you a cool white person or are you with the 70 yeah what do you think of me yeah you know like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it cro- it's just what we all think now because we have it's it's what we all have to think it's hard dude I, I've, I've honestly had this like I have to like when I, every day I'm like I'm like who believes any- who believes in this man who any believes, white man who I have believes an interaction what he says. with. Yeah. Any, any grown white man I have an interaction with, mm-hmm. no matter what, whether it's at work, whether it's for a job, whether we talk in sports, no matter what it is, it's like we could have this casual conversation and it's fine, like cool. But in the back of my head, I have to think, is he one of them? Like, I, and I know that from my close people, but how weird is that? That's, a, that's the, I just graduated college. I'm going out into the world now. And this is like what I have to think. Like, I'm, I'm like, in America, at least, like in America, now I gotta. Th- I'm like, oh, that's a weird feeling to have to think every day. But because, this is what it's come to. At least it's because you like you can't. You don't want to like sit in a sports bar and have a conversation with someone about like. A game. I don't want to have a conversation about some sports. <clears throat> Talk about LeBron with some dude yeah. or whatever, and then you walk yeah. out on the street and mm-hmm. like you know, mm-hmm. five minutes after they lose sight of you, then yep. like you get shot and killed, and then. Their first reaction is like, well, what did he do? You know? Mm-hmm. Oh, really? That's your, that should not be your first reaction. Oh, yeah. Your first reaction is, was well, that dude just got murdered and that's wrong. But you're always, they always so, lean to, oh, look, why so, did he get shot? What did no, he do? Exactly. And so what, what we're done doing now after this, like what you're saying, we're done being reasonable. Mm-hmm. No one else we're done doing, justifying for that fuck. Like we're yeah. done. Yeah. Like in the people, in anybody who can sit here and justify it to me, don't talk to me. Don't even try because I don't want to talk to you. Like if in any type of way you can be, you could just try to justify like, oh, but my, I made more money in the time. But at what fucking cost? Yeah. Taxes. Well, no, no cost to them. That's the point. That's my problem though. Like they're afraid. They're afraid. They're afraid what happens to them. You can't see out of your, you can't see outside of yourself enough. Mm -hmm. Enough now. If you can't now, don't, don't even. You know what I used to hear growing up? Very, very short, short list of things we could even talk about. I come from a, a like a town of like ten thousand or so in in like uh, you know eastern Nebraska or whatever. So like, mm-hmm. it's you know it's predominantly white, but you get a mixture, right? Mm-hmm. Like you get yep. you get you get you. I evolved into being able to like understand other cultures and backgrounds and whatnot. Yep. But growing up, like it wasn't like that. I had one black family in my neighborhood my whole entire life, mm-hmm. and whether I uh hated them or not i didn't but like whether i thought about it or not there were subliminal like parts of me that thought they don't belong in this neighborhood they they like they they, they stand out mm-hmm. just because of who they were mm-hmm. so and i'm and i don't hate them so what if i did how much damage could i have done if i hated people that were different how much damage could you do in how much damage what if that whole neighborhood what if that whole neighborhood that's what i was just about to say that's what i was about to say what if they move they move into an area where they're not wanted because of who they are and what they look like and that's what i'm saying there's like this whole like oh you know compassionate conservatism like that doesn't exist these are words that mean nothing they don't mean anything anymore it's time to either believe you either believe in progress or you believe in hate it's the bottom line oh wow yeah you're not wrong Cause you know what the crazy thing is, and <laughs> Seth Rogen said this on H- the shop, LeBron, right? He was like, 
the problem with race in America is there's no acknowledgement. Like the problem is like we have yet like no. I mean, like obviously Obama obviously acknowledges it to like whatever degree because he's a black man, but like no one in office has ever done anything to like acknowledge, like even like speak about it. Like, and I mean, now it's forced like Joe Biden and we see how he gets on and like says about it, but that's obviously just because of the political, I mean, the social climate of America right mm-hmm. now. And he's forced to, and he at least probably has the right people in telling him what to say. Mm-hmm. So it does come off empty though. When he says, like, like, okay, okay, dude, like here's exactly, 70 exactly. Year, 78 year old white man. Yeah. Why did it take to, this many presidents for us to even get to addressing slave like in in some fashion and systemic racism that's why i went back that's why i went back well known yeah that's why i went back to my like uh my my original theory was it started when the white man in charge got Mm -hmm. the trend got bucked yeah 40 44 presidents in Mm -hmm. centuries of centuries of power you know what i mean yeah. Like think no, you know, like yeah, it's just it's insane. The, that it's insane. It's insane. Oh, that you see what far... the, those people, those same people that just breached the cap, those were the people who were the most mad when Obama became president. Those oh. were the people who were ready to fucking leave America because of that. Like yes. those are those are the, the people. No still, question. hundred percent of that crowd. One hundred percent of that crowd. Beijing, was... Barry, Beijing, Biden. Those are those people. Those yeah. are those people. Yeah. Yeah. No, Making dude, up the names and everything. Yeah, that that that's that's who that was. We saw it. Mm-hmm. It was out of control. Mm-hmm. That, but we but we know though. Mm-hmm. Like we see it for what it is. Yeah. You got you can't. It's 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 the thing that's really shameful about it is growing up. You're like you know I'm 35 now, so mm-hmm. you know 9/11 happened at 16. So basically, from you know that's like that was like an eyes wide open moment right there. Um, mm-hmm. You're like, oh my God, there are people who hate America and what it stands for because mm-hmm. you're, you're brought up to, you know, believe for a lot of good reasons. I don't think they're all, it's all a BS narrative, but you're mm-hmm. grown up to believe that America, the United States of America is the land of opportunity um, for all races, colors, creeds, everything. Um, it's, it's a place where they try to pump it. We are like the beacon while they of slave and all hope. this bullshit happens behind the door. Yeah. A beacon of hope for the whole world, the standard bearer for d- democratic, like a democratic society, these are the lives, these are the where, lives. where the people have a choice and they can speak to power, whatever, whatever, uh, sounds good. Policies sounds, and good. Positions. Yeah. sounds good. Sounds and then sick. you start, and then you start dope, to ask yourself like, some where? questions. You're like, wait a where minute. Is that? Why did it take so long to have a black president? Yeah. Why did it take so no. long to have a woman vice president? Yeah. Why are, why are like, you know, 10. Because we well, preach why, why one are, thing. Like, why, are like, why are there 12? Why are there like 10 billionaires who are black in this country? Like why? You want to know what's funny? Like, no, me and my brother. Two, why are there only like four senators who are colored? Like what's, you know, you start to, you start to like. like why is all the wealth and ownership in this country white and not the not because the american dream is it's a lie and we're fed lies when we like race and the way they teach it in schools is messed up we need to start there like i don't first i don't want to learn about the american revolution or uh slavery or the civil rights (laughs) ever again like it was some fucking walk in the park cupcake haha martin luther king is the savior shit ever again because that's how you taught in suburbs i know like i lived there i went through it we all have and like they, we need to start there first first of all but like i just think there's such a problem in america we're feeding you like oh we believe in equality and equal for all but we don't actually act that way 
it's cookie cutter. It's tell cookie, you it's history cookie, it's cookie, cookie cutter, cookie cutter BS, history. right? Because yeah. like, for example, like I don't know, you saw like even Marlon Marlon Stewart tweeted it. Like, remember the Pledge of Allegiance? Remember that book that, that we used to? I pledge justice and liberty for all. <laughs> Why you're you're mad? People are kneeling for what? Because I would have even... knelt in my sixth grade homeroom if I heard that. Like, am I sixth grade? <laughs> I would have knelt in my sixth grade homeroom. Justice and liberty. Come on. If you man. knew what you Miss knew now, right? That. Yeah. Miss yeah. me with that. You know what? Else? Like, it's 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 just like it's it's the there's there's so much history that we're not taught that you learn later in not life. Taught, not taught. And it's taught. hard to believe. That's it's where real. the problem starts. Remember when Anthony Tolliver was at Creighton know. talking about like Black yes. Wall Street and all this yes. stuff like that? Yes. Yes. Like, and nobody knew about. It. No, no nobody one knows. knows. You're, these people are in college or older. They don't know about this stuff. No one. And this is so I don't mean to go I don't mean to go too deep into this tangent of like the miseducation of America, but um, America is so miseducated. And I I really mean that. Like, and I am very, very fortunate. Not undereducated, but but miseducated. Like they're they're, miseducated, not undereducated, miseducated. They're educated plenty on what the on what power mm -hmm. wants them to know. On what power wants you to know. And I've been very lucky. I've had some of the most prestigious. I've been going to some of the most prestigious schools in high school. Creighton University, one of the best schools, like very good college, like all that, right? Like, and I have had some of the best learning and I've took it upon myself to even now further educate myself. So like, I know America's miseducated and you know how I know? Because you can't tell me anybody who just tried to storm the Capitol hasn't been miseducated and anybody who's trying to support Donald Trump, 70 million of them aren't miseducated in some way. You can't Mm -hmm. tell me that. You can't tell me they aren't because somewhere along the line, they took something from their history book or whatever and decided that um, was justification enough to not have to deal with what's going on in real communities and real life, real society. Cause they were like, oh, that's actually not what's going on. No, it is, it is really what's going on. And like, you just can't see outside of yourself enough to figure that out. And so that's just like, it's all like, just like I, I, I'm going on a tangent here, but it's, it's just true, man. Dude, I'm I, yeah. We're just we're just cutting this because this is what we needed. This is like a therapy session, but yeah. <laughs> um, I got. We could go for days. We could definitely. I, I'm I'm, and we're gonna. I hope we don't have to flesh this out more. I hope this was the last of it. But, um, you know, God forbid if we have to talk about this again. But, I mean, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I want needed to get some shit off my chest. I felt like you need to get some shit off your chest too. Like so. Yeah, and we have a platform, so let's do it. Oh yeah. This I think not... we're preaching a message of equality. I really do. I think, no, seriously. Like, I, as I do. As crazy as everything we've been saying, like, we are coming from the place of equality and progress. Both of us are in that place. There's some things you don't know. There's some things I don't know. Maybe whatever we've even said in this, some things we got emotional. But, like, the, and I, I'll say for myself, definitely. But, like, the mm-hmm. point is we're coming at it from a place of, like, we believe in equality and we see hate. And we don't, like, that can't exist in an equal world. And mm-hmm. so we're calling out hate where we see it. We're calling out inequalities where we see it. That's what we're doing. And we're going to use this podcast to do it. And I don't care who likes it, who doesn't, because we have this and they don't. And so we're gonna, that's how we're going to ride with it. And I, gonna, and I, and gonna, I just we're going to learn it and grow together, but we're going to do it with the right intentions. We're going to do it with the right intentions. We're not reasoning with the, we're not reasoning with reasoning with the, the uh, opposing force anymore. Like that's, Absolutely. I mean, we know we've learned enough throughout history to know what they stand for. Mm-hmm. and it's not something Equality. we're going back to it's not what we want yeah. it's not and it's it's just i shouldn't say it's not what we want it's not what's right man it's not yeah that's the point 
It's not about like what we it's not want. what we want. It's, it's not what it's, I thinks right. It's not what Matt thinks right. It's it's about what's right. It's, it's what's right for humanity. For it's what's right for black people, white people. Like we're not even Latinos, arguing. Like it doesn't things. matter. Like when we get on in here and argue, like LeBron and Jordan, that's an opinion. You have yeah. your opinion. I have my opinion. That's cool. You don't have an opinion on basic human rights. Like right. This is, we're done being reasonable about this shit. And I'm glad we set it in stone today. 100%. We're done being reasonable. See you next week.